Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this Thursday, June 2nd edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought to you in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer Puig, Nick Colin McLaughlin, Avery Newport, and Dylan Bishop, happy to have you with us. Yesterday on the show, we spoke with Shepard Vice President of Athletics, Chauncey Wimbush, to get information about their new assistant athletic director for external affairs. And we had to ask him a question about where they were in the women's basketball head coaching search after Coach Jenna Eckleberry left to take the same position at Frostburg State a little over a month and change ago. And this is this was his answer. I actually hired a new coach last Thursday. We have not made a formal announcement as we wanted to give her an opportunity to share the information with the current staff that she's working on, the student athletes that she's currently working with, as well as family and friends. So hopefully in the next couple of days, we'll be making a formal announcement about the new head coach that will be leading our women's basketball program. And you heard it there from him yesterday. We're expecting maybe a Friday afternoon announcement. They've been making a lot of announcements Friday afternoon. So uh, we were having our newest of the new employees here, not not fresh, but he's been working camera for us and producing a little bit for baseball, uh, Dylan Bishop, who hosts the highly disputed podcast at Shepherd. Uh, with his buddy Ryan Stickle, and we were texting him last night, and he was like, all right, I, I know who the coach is. And I said, all right, let's break the news tomorrow, right in the first segment of the show. And you were ready. You had it. You were you were completely ready to go. We hyped it up on Twitter. And then we're sitting here this morning, and my phone buzzes, and Avery's in the other room where my uh, email also is as well. And get an email from the SID at Shepard Chip Ransom. Shepard names Julie Kaufman, head women's basketball coach. And uh, you had that scoop early, Dylan. Yeah, uh, first of all, it's good to be here finally on the show. Yeah. after getting some uh, my name dropped on here a few times with the show. I know Ryan and I have appreciated that. But yeah, sometime last night, I was able to find out the identity of the new Shepard women's basketball coach. But I figured I'd save the news for today on the sports mix because yeah. I knew I'd be here, you know, just waited. And I told myself, I was like, you know, just got to wait like 15 more hours. Just hope that they don't drop the news. But of course, uh, about 90 minutes two hours or so before we go on the air here they had to beat us to the punch yeah i mean i, I t- was telling colin and avery i was like this is gonna happen we're gonna get to like 11 30 and my we're gonna be doing uh what one reason why you're here today is to look over the equipment and you do inventory and i was like we're, i'm gonna get an email and it's gonna be from chip ransom announcing the coach well they saw the tweet so they probably figured that they had to beat us to it maybe they did because you know who is our newest follower on twitter Chauncey. Chauncey Wimbush. Ah, yeah, Chauncey has been following the highly disputed account. And I tweeted last night a little uh, gift to uh, just tease it with something that had to do with mountains since the Mount St. Mary's. Maybe he already knew. Maybe that tipped him off. And I guess it did tip him off. But we are working to potentially sometime next week get the new head coach on the show, the new head coach, Julie Kaufman. 
And as you just mentioned, she came from Marymount, or not Marymount, excuse me, Mount St. Mary's as an assistant coach where she was there for three seasons. She helped them lead. She helped lead them to back-to-back NEC championship titles and a pair of NCAA tournament appearances in 2021 and 21-22. So, uh, and she has also been here before. She was from uh, 2011 to 2013, right before Coach Eckleberry took over. She was an assistant coach here and then moved on to Seton Hill. So she has some experience in the PSAC as well. Yeah, and then any other thoughts, guys, here? Was she the head coach of Mount St. Mary's? Or? No, she, no was she was an assistant there, but it, it's still a uh, first pretty head good hire, experience. it sounds like. So yeah. hopefully she can continue bringing a uh, winning culture to Shepard. She'll just have a uh, tough time ahead of her after a lot of the uh, big-name players, Abby Beeman for one, obviously, have been transferring. So she went to uh, Marshall. Who was it that just announced that I think it was? It was uh, Jordan, Cal U, yeah. Jordan Smith over to Cal PA. So I think that uh, Coach Kaufman's going to have to get in some transfers of her own, uh, yeah. hopefully from Mount St. Mary's, hey. bring them in from low-level D1. That would be uh, nice to have. I mean, that, that always happens, you know, no matter what. Even where you are, it doesn't matter if you're D1, D2, D3. If you have somebody there, you have the contact. And Shepard – as you can see, just via the last few years, is they like to play women's basketball at a high level. So maybe they're like, oh, let's give it a shot. Maybe she was my favorite assistant at Mount St. Mary's, and let's give it a shot maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll definitely be breaking, those, uh, breaking that news here on the show uh, when and if there are transfers. Uh, but when she was at Shepard, her final season, the Rams ranked 14th in the nation in scoring offense and 17th in field goal percentage. Uh, so there was promising – there was a – very promising offense when she was here so maybe that'll help continue where it's been before i should mention that she's listed not just as assistant coach from mount st mary's but also recruiting recruiting coordinator so that if any assistant coach could bring in some recruits in in the transfer portal it would be her i was also no go ahead nick all right (laughs) well initially i thought when i heard mount st mary's and going to shepherd uh that didn't make much sense to me if she was the head coach but being the assistant coach it does make a lot of sense uh, to get that this head coaching opportunity at Shepherd, and you know, being the recruiting coordinator, she would know a lot of high school coaches in the area, in yeah. the state of Maryland, and have that foundation already there for her uh, to build this team up. Because obviously, this team needs some recruits to come in, whether it be through the transfer portal yep. or through freshmen. Uh, they've lost a lot with the departure of Coach Eckleberry. So, you know, I think having somebody that's familiar with Shepherd. Well, familiar with their kind of recruits, read familiar too. with being the head of recruiting, I think is a really good hire for the Rams. I also read, too, yesterday, I believe I was going through, and Shepard's top recruit for next year, original top recruit for next year, I believe from somewhere in southern central Virginia. LeRae is this, uh, Emily Weekly, I believe you're referring to. Yes. The, the number four scorer in uh, career in the state of Virginia. I believe she is now taken away her commitment from Shepard and is yes. committed to follow Coach Eckleberry to Frostburg State. I, I did read uh, in the news story about that, her uh, opening her recruitment back up, that Frostburg was definitely I believe she there. has officially committed. Uh, and that's uh, that's not surprising. It's, yeah, it's not so, surprising. It's going to be tough. It's it really gonna is going to be for Coach Kaufman. But as you said, going from Mount St. Mary's, which is there in Emmitsburg, I mean, the recruiting area, it's pretty similar to uh, – Shepherd, so hopefully she already has some names and maybe they'll follow her maybe so and we hope to get her on the show next week nick is 
sent in the request to Chip Ransom, the SID there at Shepherd. So hopefully we'll have her on the show next week to introduce her to the Eastern Panhandle. Not too far, or reintroduce her to the Eastern Panhandle, I should say. She was here about 10 years, so 11 years ago. Uh, but now we'll get into some more. Well, hang on, Spencer. Before we switch topics, I just wanted to point out that when she was an assistant at Seton Hill and at Mount St. Mary's, one of her specialties as an assistant coach was working on post players and offense through the post. And Sidney Clayton was a primary post player, one of the best scorers in Shepherd history, working through the post. So I think that's something interesting, too, to keep an eye on. Maybe they'll try and, and switch their offense around to more post-oriented offense with her as head coach now. It'll be interesting to see if Marley McLaughlin, who I believe was planned to be Coach Eckleberry's uh, graduate assistant, to see if yes. she'll stick around, uh, whether or not that's going to be someone else. And roster makeup right now, I mean, you know this more than anything, Dylan. You know some of the players, and you know you have those contacts. You know, look at that roster right now. Not too many people returning to that roster. And uh, there's still some, obviously, trying to make their decision if they will or not. But it's going to be tough for a coach to come in and, and try to build a team right away. Yeah, it looks like right now the top contributors to last year's team that have not left yet are Mackenzie Freeze, which would be your backup point guard last year, uh, Kara Miner, who kind of acted as the stretch five, stretch four off the bench, and then Sydney Bowles, who got some minutes in, but really just in has. Megan Shipley transferred? Oh, Megan Shipley as well. Sorry, yeah, that's a, the She's last... back or she transferred? Uh, as far as I know, she uh, has not transferred, but I don't know for sure. The, you know, sometimes the, a lot of times, especially Division Two, the transfer portal news goes under the radar. So unless yeah. you're talking them person to person, you, it's hard to say. Well, I would imagine maybe she would think about staying only because yeah. she went to high school in Middletown, Maryland, which, again, not too far from Mount St. Mary's. So maybe at one point in time... She had contact with the new head coach at Shepard as she was the recruiting coordinator. So. She may have, yeah. So, But either way, you're losing your top three, the, the big three, Abby Beeman going to Marshall and, of course, Sidney Clayton and Marley McLaughlin going and graduating. That's so, wait, wait, hold on. Can we, can we get a real diagnosis of this? Is it McLaughlin or McLaughlin? It's, it's McLaughlin. McLaughlin, right? McLaughlin. Oh, it is McLaughlin? It's like Dang. Colin. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I started out saying it like Colin, and then when we had Avery jump in here as an intern, he kept saying McLaughlin, so then that got in my head. So yeah, I've, I've been able to confirm that with Marley herself, that it's McLaughlin. But, uh, of course, that's three We're not going to say anything. Like, I believe. No, but yeah. I'm just, I just always wondered what the correct pronunciation yeah. was. But I believe that's three of the top five scorers in school history. Uh, we're all on the team at the same time, which is wild in itself. But yeah. now they're all leaving at the same time. You're also lo uh, losing Hannah Myers, who was kind of the mm -hmm. lockdown defender of the team. Angela DiLorenzo uh, is going off to do her grad work at WVU instead of taking her grad year at Shepard. Sydney Bowles, Boyles, she left as well, right? Uh, she entered the, the transfer portal but has not uh, decided to leave yet. So, but I would imagine she could potentially get some, you know, Glenville State, uh, West Virginia State, uh, Fairmont State being uh, from West Virginia, going to Charleston Catholic. They get a successful program there. So I'm assuming at one point in time she's, you know, been recruited to other schools or at least talked to other coaches within the state of West Virginia. Right. She's very close with uh, Mackenzie Freeze, who I, I expect to stay due to her being the, uh, the president of the FCA at Shepherd. So I believe she's got enough ties here to stay down, and she's, the two of them are very close. That might be two that you see stay. I haven't heard anything about them leaving so far. 
Even then, that's a ton of, of production that you have to replace there. I mm-hmm. mean, I guess if Megan Shipley decides to stay, then she, you know, unless they land some star freshman or some talent through the transfer portal, she's going to ascend to one of the top scoring options on the team. And that's a big jump to make from somebody who was just a freshman last year into somebody who's now going to be tasked with a lot more scoring responsibility, a lot more leadership responsibility. I think that's something to keep an eye on. It'll be interesting because this uh, Mount St. Mary's is in the same conference as LIU, which mm-hmm. uh, over at East Stroudsburg, they were able to get last year. Their top contributor was a transfer from LIU, Ryan Weesey. So you could see a similar type of talent come over in the transfer portal, hopefully, as you see uh, Coach Kaufman has experience in the PSAC at yeah. Seton Hill and with Mount St. Mary's. So there's options with her recruiting background for her to get some talent in through the transfer portal or get some new commitments coming in as freshmen. There definitely is, and we'll keep you updated about potentially having Coach Kaufman on the show next week and about the roster, how it's going to shape up as you get ready for the 2022-2023 season. But now let's kind of keep it local here and uh, want to shout out a former Martinsburg High School football player who is getting another contract in the NFL. He is signing with the Titans. He was on the Falcons, and that is Jawan Green. He has been signed to the 90-man roster for the Titans they waived Ryan Izzo, a tight end, to clear room for Green. Green was signed by the Falcons after going undrafted out of Albany in 2020. He spent time on their practice squad and on the Lions practice squad over the last two seasons without appearing in regular season action. He had 106 receptions for 1,815 yards and 21 touchdowns in 23 collegiate games. Uh, so maybe he can catch on with the Titans. I guess we'll find out. They got the, the wide receiver room for them is in a lot of flux this yeah. year with them trading AJ Brown, uh, drafting Traylon Burks with the pick that they got for AJ Brown, and bringing in Robert Woods from the Rams. So, it'd be very interesting to see what happens there. Yeah, and if he's a guy that is uh, able to block, maybe you'll see him in a couple situations like that there to uh, try to block in a tight end spot for uh, Derrick Henry. No, he's not a tight end. He's a wide receiver. I thought you said he was a tight end, and or it no, was, they, they cut the cut tight the end. tight end and added wide receiver. Yes. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, before we hit the end of this first segment, let's talk a little baseball. State baseball tournament getting going tomorrow at Appalachian Power Park in Charleston. As uh, Colin mentioned to me earlier, the Jefferson Cougars are on their way to Charleston as we speak. Uh, what time was that tweet you said you saw posted? A couple hours ago, probably nine o'clock ish. All right, well, hopefully they're almost there. And uh, maybe we'll try to get Coach Lowry on tomorrow prior to the game. I'll see what he can do. But I saw an article this morning from none other than Rick Kozlowski of The Journal. And it was kind of a profile article about Griffin Horowitz, how he started the season as a relief pitcher, and then he's kind of really ended a relief pitcher third baseman. Now he's really ended the season doing everything, being the jack of all trades. And in this article, as you read a little further down, uh, right towards, the, I'd say, about the middle part of the article. Um, he's been giving the starting nod for the first game tomorrow uh, night against George Washington at 5 p.m. So uh, seeing him start game one, maybe that's Coach Lowry thinking, well, see what he did in that region final. Just get us to the next game, and then we'll still have a solid guy in Sammy Roberts possibly to start that ball game. Uh, but Griffin Horowitz getting the starting nod for the Cougars tomorrow night in the first Class AAA State Tournament game against George Washington and Appalachian Power Park in Charleston. It's uh, interesting. Maybe, maybe you could 
Makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it does to an extent, but uh, kind of going out of order of their rotation. But if they want to make it to the next game, they've got to have their best their best guy to do it. That, that was the point that I was going to make was the way that things have been going as of recently, the best pitcher is Griffin Horowitz. So he has to be the first guy because if you lose, there is no second guy. So you got to go with the best to get that state championship opportunity and sammy roberts is a great pitcher as well so i don't think he'd struggle if he was put in that situation either so you got to go with finn especially with a fantastic era and i'll let uh, nick go about that because i know he knows more with that than i do yeah i believe it's like a point five at this I point think it's a point four eight yeah, yeah it's below point five after his performance against martinsburg and uh you know he's their guy you ride with him in this first game. But either one, I think, would have been a good option. Uh, Sammy Roberts has been really good as well. Uh, but you know with Horowitz that he's just been dominant. It might be the best pitcher in the state, might be the best player in the state when it all comes down to things. I mean, just a, a really good guy on the mound, and you, you have a lot of trust in him. You know, he's got the confidence. You know, he believes in himself that he can go out there and dominate. And – I think it's the right call for Coach uh, Lowry. We'll see how it works out against George Washington. And then if they get to the state championship, Sammy Roberts is a guy that uh, has pitched well for them as well in big moments. In that last outing against Martinsburg, it was still a really good outing for him. It wasn't his best stuff, but that was also in the rain, you know, not the best field conditions in, in some sense, and he was able to get through four and a third. So, you know, presuming the weather is fine and everything, I think Roberts gives you a good chance to win a state championship. But you got to get there first, and Griffin's going to give you the best chance to win that first game because your offense really hasn't been there at times this year. Uh, so, you know, GW is probably going to pitch their best pitcher, and you're going to need to match that uh, with your best. Definitely, and uh, all games will be broadcast on Metro News channel on wvmetronews.com. Unfortunately, we do not have the broadcast rights to do those games or, or that game or we'd be down there right now getting ready for those broadcasts if we were allowed to uh, it actually gets going today with the class double a semifinals number one logan versus number four shady spring 430 then 50 minutes after that game number two robert c bird versus number three fairmont senior uh, then class single a gets going tomorrow morning number one williamson versus number four charleston catholic then 50 minutes after that, number two, Wahamwa versus number three, Moorfield. And then AAA State Tournament tomorrow evening, 5 p.m., number one, Jefferson versus number four, Georgetown. Number two, Hurricane versus number three, Bridgeport will be 50 minutes after that. And then the championship games are on sat- Saturday, 10 a.m. for the AA, 1 p.m.-ish for the class single A and class triple A will be 45 minutes after the class A final right around 4 p.m. Again, if you're making that trek down there, you have to buy your tickets online. You can go to gofan.co slash WVSSAC. And again, we will not have that broadcast. You'll have to go to WVMetroNews.com to be able to get that broadcast. But that'll do it for this first segment of the Sports Mix. Brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more on the other side of this break. We'll get into the professional ranks that are currently in the playoffs right now. We'll talk NBA Finals. That begins tonight. Stanley Cup playoffs uh, are, are continuing here. We're in the conference finals getting ready for the final or the Stanley Cup finals here coming up soon. But that'll be after this two-minute break. You're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. 
This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it. No questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Are you considering selling your home and don't know where to start? Then call Chris Ross and the Milestone Real Estate Group at Keller Williams. A Martinsburg High School graduate, Chris knows the local market, and he's proven it as number one real estate team in West Virginia in 2019. Phone Milestone Real Estate Group at Keller Williams at 304-579-7349 or go to callchrisross.com. Let's celebrate your real estate milestone together. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this June 2nd edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. Spencer Winnick for his lady, Colin McLaughlin. Avery Newport and Dylan Bishop, happy to have you with us here as we get into NBA Finals talk here as that begins tonight at, uh, what is it, 9 p.m., Colin? Yeah. 9 p.m. Uh, what channel? ESPN? They, I believe ABC. they have it. ABC. It's on ABC, but it is on the ESPN family of networks, as they say. True. I think they're uh, doing a mega cast for tonight, too, where you can see different Not surprised. Broadcasts. Oh, good. That seems to be the new Might norm for that. ESPN broadcasts. Oh, yeah. Their college basketball and college football mega casts are, are pretty cool. Well, then their yeah. their Manning cast, whatever Manning style cast, those as well have become very big here of recent. Joe Buck was on it with uh, when they had the PGA Championship, I believe, yep. a couple weeks ago. Uh, but that game, Celtics Warriors, game one of the NBA Finals tonight, 9 p.m. on ABC from the Chase Center in San Francisco. Golden State favored by three and a half in this game. Uh if they can win, they set the tone for the series, I think. I mean, that goes either way, but yeah. I kind of expect the Warriors to win game one since the uh, the Celtics are kind of not at their peak performance right now. The The Warriors have had basically an entire week off, whereas the Celtics haven't had quite as much. They're coming off that game seven, mm-hmm. that tough uh, game against the Heat, that tough whole entire series. And, of course, Robert Williams is not quite at 100% health, so that's going to affect them. And I think 
just the Warriors game plan in general is hard to come out and stop right away. Maybe they could be able to figure out after a couple of games, but game one, I think they're going to hit them hard. I kind of expect the Warriors to win tonight's game. Yeah, I'm going with the Warriors tonight as well. I think the Warriors win the series. Uh, I'm saying six games. But yeah, I, did I say five or six earlier? You, uh, when was asked by me, said I'm waiting until Thursday. Yeah, so but I'm talking about earlier today. Uh, I don't you know. aren't listening. Yeah, you, you tend didn't to make not it do official that on lately. the show. I mean, say it on the show. We're in the kitchen, right about ten ten. Yeah, there's how many other people in the kitchen talking? Just, and I'm trying to do other things at ten ten. All right, well, well I say Warriors in listen. five. Okay. Oh, geez. Wrong. All right. I, I'm picking the Warriors as well, but I think they can take it to seven games. I do think the Celtics are at full strength, the better team. Yeah. Just because we have, you know, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are two great scorers. They not quite really as played consistent. like it, though. Right. They're not quite as consistent. Tatum's and been the leading scorer in the NBA playoffs. No, Tatum's played great, but I just think as a team, the Celtics haven't played all that great. I mean, Miami took them to seven and they were and beat it up. Honestly, shouldn't have, yeah. Well, Miami is a pretty tough team. Uh, just but it was an injury plagued Miami. It's still it was, one seed and, and if it weren't for a two. negated Max Struess three that should have counted and a not have. shot okay. that Jimmy Butler probably shouldn't have taken, but still could have taken, there's a very good chance that Boston well, is even in this series. Everybody right? I mean, does that happens every time. Everything like it, in the history. If of the Marcus playoffs, Smart doesn't miss those fair. five shots, it's a twenty point game instead of a four point game. I mean, if Michael Jordan was playing for the Celtics. They win in four. <laughs> I think what it comes down to is there's two kinds of Celtics teams. There's the one that turns the ball over, you know, a hundred times a game, and there's one that is able to keep it at like an average rate. And when they are at an average rate of turnovers, and they have all their guys out on the court at least able to kind of play, like Robert Williams and Marcus Smart, they have been the best team in the NBA since like January, the middle of the season. But that's when you add everything up, the uh, the extra games they've had to play, the extra you know nicks they've taken here and there where guys aren't healthy, uh, their lack of experience in the finals, coaches and players, it kind of adds up to I think the Warriors can take it out. And when this, I mean this is going to be what the Warriors uh, sixth time in the finals, six of the last yep. eight years. And I mean those two years that they didn't make it was because Clay Thompson was out. Yeah. So it's man really impressive like. We're going to have to look at the Warriors as one of the, the dynasties of NBA history. I mean, the last time that was done, it was by the Bulls in the 90s, and obviously the Bulls are considered you know, probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest dynasty in NBA history. And I think another thing to note there is it, something kind of ironic, I think, about all of that is that you know people always said, oh, the West is the more competitive conference, but the Warriors have dominated the West the last eight seasons. So it's more so the East, I think, but even when LeBron was in the East, he dominated the East. So, uh, you know, it's a it's a good matchup, but I just think overall Golden State has that experience, like we said. They're playing better basketball, it seems like, as of now, but you could also make the argument that the Celtics have had the more impressive playoff run. They beat the Nets, they beat the Heat, they beat... Uh, who they be in the second round? I can't remember right the now. Bucks. The Bucks. The Bucks. So, I mean, defending beat, champions. Defending champs. You beat arguably the favorites heading into the regular season and the number one seed in your conference. That's a very impressive run. I think but, also – I sorry, Don, I didn't mean to cut you off. But um, I think there's really something to be said, Nick, to your point about Golden State just having this long-lasting dynasty – how they've done it with a completely new supporting cast than when they had when they were winning their championships. I mean, 
They've had players like Jordan Poole and Gary Payton Jr. and Kevon Looney all step into big supporting roles, none of which played an important factor in their championship teams from years past. So the fact that they were able to lose a ton of those important bench and role players from those championship teams and find a new core to build around their existing core of Curry, Thompson, and Green, I think that's really impressive, and I think that's a credit to them and that organization that they can continue to find players that fit their system even after they they lose a whole bunch of those guys that were important pieces on those teams. And not just them, too, but Andrew Wiggins especially. That trade that just kind of seemed like a nothing trade to get rid of D'Angelo Russell, he's come in and he's been... Uh, incredible especially on defense for them he was the the yeah. Luka stopper for them against the Mavericks it's just so like, funny because he's Wiggins has never been a great defender up until this year oh no. I mean and also Jonathan Kuminga that I believe they got with the other pick that they got from the Andrew Wiggins trade it was Russell for that pick and Wiggins so both of those guys and Moses Moody has been uh, pretty good for them as well so it's again really impressive just the front office making those moves like that the coaching staff with Steve Kerr sometimes doesn't get a lot of credit people just chalk it up to Steph Curry and Clay and Draymond but the way that he has that game plan for them the way that they move around on offense especially is crazy that I mean he's one of the best coaches of all time already yeah easily yeah, yeah. Golden State clearly has the experience coaching wise player wise so they got the edge in that Boston though I think they still have a chance I'm staying in Boston in seven still as a fan and that means Honestly, they got to win Game that. Seven on the road in San Francisco. And that's here a tall I go with task. That. It's going to be that's, very. That's, it's yeah. very they important. have done really well on the road. They're against the Heat. Three of the wins there. out of the four on the road. And here in Golden State, since 2014, 2015, the Boston Celtics have the highest point differential by a team on the road against the Warriors with a 73 point differential. Wow! Everybody else in stat. the NBA wow. in the negatives. It's not in the playoffs, though. Yeah, that's not in the that's playoffs. very Different true, and it's not the NBA championship. But still, a team that can go in to Golden State, San Francisco, one of the toughest environments in the NBA. I think everybody can agree with that. And even just pull out one game. All you need is one. Win at home, that's three more. That makes four. It, yeah, it's math. doable. Yeah. If they can steal one it's game on the road, up, then yeah. that's that's. I think they're in good Sometimes shape. Sometimes get it, Matt. If they come out and they can win game one, or even game two and take one of those first yeah, two games. Yeah, you just need Francisco, one of those first two. Very, very favorable for their odds. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it's not over if they go down 0-2 because it's kind of expected that they're coming off more rest. Um, the Warriors right. are, the less injuries. They've got the home court advantage. That's another thing that kind of leads me to the eke it out towards the Warriors, mm-hmm. even though I think the No, Celtics, I, I don't disagree. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Golden State wins game one. They've Boston won every game some, one of the postseason exactly. so far. Boston needed some rest. They have some. Golden State has more. Game two, though, Boston takes that. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, I like think it's. I think it makes sense at home. Yeah, I think it makes sense too because you know, game one, you don't really know what to expect, but game two, you've seen what they're going to present to you. You can game plan better for them. You've seen what they attack you with in game one. So I think it makes sense that Golden State will win game one, but Boston might make some adjustments, might come out a little different, and they could steal game two. By the way, do you guys see the ESPN FBI FPI chances or whatever for this series? I did not. It was like heavily favoring Boston, and everybody was saying, like, is this a trap? Is this real? I think it was like 86% to 14. Wow. Interesting. Wow. For Boston. That's pretty shocking. That probably uh, factors in, you know, 
Like I said, I think the Celtics are completely healthy. Is that the yeah. BPI? Are, are the better team. Is it BPI? FBI? Yeah, it's BPI for basketball. FBI, FBI is football. <laughs> if they were playing you know. football, I'd give the Celtics the edge there. <laughs> yeah. Al Horford's a big guy. Yeah, Robert Williams, man, yeah. he's pretty big. Yeah. Imagine if the Warriors had Wiseman, though, too. I mean, that would really make yeah. them quite the power, but unfortunately he's been injured for them. I think another thing that's going to be important about this series is how is Steph Curry going to play in the finals because really he's kind of struggled in past finals games and stuff like that. Obviously he has the experience of being there, but you know, he hasn't really played that great and no longer if KD to rely on or Andre Iguodala of all people who stepped up in that uh, series years ago, Clay Thompson's played well in the finals in the past, uh, but it's now, you know, a Clay Thompson that's coming off of two major injuries, Uh, still a really good player, but maybe not the same player he was at one point. So I think that's going to be really important for the Warriors. And the Celtics don't have the experience, but we've seen Jason Tatum take over games in big moments before. So that might give you a little bit more confidence in their star power to an extent. But overall, I would still give the edge to the Warriors. But I do think it's important for Curry to really have a great finals and get that first finals MVP. Yeah, I think Steph uh, sometimes gets a little bit too much, but uh... – he still plays pretty well in the finals, 26 points a game. But. Definitely, and uh, we'll talk about a player now here that's currently sitting at home. His team did not qualify for the playoffs, uh, but I think he's okay with it. That, that'd be LeBron James. He has become the first active NBA player to be worth to have a net worth of $1 billion, according to Forbes this morning. The Lakers' mega star, four-time NBA champion, and the league's number two all-time scorer made $121.2 million from May 2021 to May 2022 in on-court salary and off-court earnings. Excuse me. The total trailed only Lionel Messi, who made $130 million on the Forbes Highest Paid Athletes list. How much of that money do you think was from Space Jam 2? Eighty percent. You know what he didn't make this year? The playoffs. Yeah. Exactly. Speaking of the playoffs, we'll transition now to the NHL playoffs. Uh, Last night, the Stanley Cup, NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, that is true. Uh, Last night, the Rangers just completely destroyed the Lightning, who are going for back to back to back Stanley Cups this season. Uh, they destroyed them six to two in New York. They now lead the series one nothing. Game two, I believe, set for tomorrow night. Tampa Bay is favored in this one, even though it is in fact still at Madison Square Garden. Surprising, since uh, Tampa Bay had all that rest after sweeping uh, Florida. Yeah, but the Rangers are a really good team. We saw it there, especially at the uh, game seven against Carolina, where it was all the uh, road teams that I believe got wins. And at home, the Rangers were able to get a big win. I think it was the same score line, wasn't it? I believe six yeah. two. Yeah. I think. So, uh, the other game there, the other the West Finals, that was the East Finals here, getting ready. That's the Conference Finals, as the Stanley Cup Finals will be the next round. The Oilers and Avalanche, the Colorado Avalanche, have a one nothing series lead. Game two set for tonight, eight p.m. TNT. And Colorado favored in this one. I do believe Colorado will be without their goaltender. Uh, as he's out for game two. So one of the best goaltenders in the league, Darcy Kumpler, uh, is out for game two of the Western Conference Final with an upper body injury, according to head coach Jared Bednar, and that he confirmed today. Uh, backup Pavel Frankuz will start in place. 
And the, was he injured in game one? Was that one of the reasons why they gave up six goals? Yeah. yeah. And still won And by still two. won somehow. I mean, a 14-goal <laughs> combined game. game if it's going to pretty... be a high-scoring NHL game, I might have to tune in. But Colorado favored tonight. Uh, it's shaping up to be a real good final or real good playoffs, even though uh, Colin and I's favorite team, the Capitals, not in there. Yeah, I said still. I stopped watching already, but this uh, Eastern and Western Conference, it seems like I wouldn't or I wouldn't be surprised if both go seven. Yeah, it, it appears kind of that's the vibe that I'm getting as well. But uh, we've hit the break. This segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding. Outdoor living is family-owned and operated, located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Order Orsini's.com. We come back. Uh, not too much NFL news, but four NFL quarterbacks did take part in a golf match yesterday televised on TNT. Uh None of the f- other four really seemed to pay attention to it, but I watched a good portion of it. Very entertaining. We'll get into that after this two-minute break. You're tuned to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. I'm Annette McDonald, and I am the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of what we do here. We design your cabinetry, quartz countertops, granite countertops, hardware, anything for the full remodel of your kitchen and your home needs. We also do bathrooms, and we have flooring available, too. We make sure that your project with Orsini's is the best in the market. Welcome to Orsini's. Orsini's.com. What do you get when the longest, hardest, widest runway in the state of West Virginia is asked to host the 250th birthday of Berkeley County? A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to witness an afternoon of fun, music, and finish with the largest fireworks show worthy of a 250-year-old. Visit Eastern West Virginia Regional Airport on Sunday, July 3rd with gates opening at 2.50 p.m., of course. We'll have food trucks, libation, and something for all ages as we celebrate Berkeley 250. Go to berkeleywv250.com and click on events to get the full lineup of fun. Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including Trivia Night Monday, Karaoke Tuesday, Steak Night Wednesday and Sunday, Thursday Night Boneless Wing Night, and on Friday and Saturday nights, there'll be a DJ and or karaoke. And remember, Monday through Friday, happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Hi, I'm Aiden. And I'm Keenan, And we are Sahara Dry Basement. Are you tired of getting water in your basement every time it rains? Or worse, even when it doesn't. Water leads to deterioration and costs you money. Call Sahara Dry Basement and let's work together to fix your wet basement problems today. We use the best products available and we are so confident in our work that we give you a lifetime guarantee. That's right. We do it right the first time or the follow-up visit is on us. We also do crawl spaces, dryer vent, and duct cleaning too. To learn more, go to saharadrybasements.com. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10 for your Thursday 
June 2nd, 2022. Spencer Quinnick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, Avery Newport, and Dylan Bishop. Happy to have you with us today as uh, we continue the show. The third of four segments today, and we'll talk a little NFL, but the NFL actually involves golf last night as they did the match, which is usually kind of a... player golf players and nfl players versus the other uh but this time it was four star quarterbacks you got two kind of the old guns and the young guns facing off and i would agree with somebody who said it's a complete mismatch uh because I believe tom aaron Rodgers won the last match i believe Tom Brady, I think, has won before. No, no. he never won. No. But, uh, yeah, it, it was going to ruin his Hall of Fame chances if he went 0-3 in the match, let me tell you. <laughs> well, even though I didn't watch a lot of it, Spencer did have it on, and I heard a little bit of it. And that was one of the things they mentioned, that Brady has never, hasn't lost three yeah, in was, a row since, like, 2001 or something like that. I don't know what it wow. was. Or, that was when he teed off after he dropped the F-bomb for well, Aaron Rodgers teeing off. And, and this would be only like the second time since then. So therefore, it. he's not going to retire until he is able. Well, he to just win won match. the match. Yeah. So he so, ended that losing streak. There you go. That was the one thing I listened to about it. Yeah, of course, the old guys beat the new guys. I mean, golf is a a game that uh, you know older people tend to be better at. Not young true. people less likely to be golfers. So I mean, nowadays, yeah. Yeah. Well, as you just mentioned. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers get the victory. Aaron Rodgers, a clutch putt on hole 12. It's a 12-hole tournament or 12-hole match. Very clutch, long putt. Uh, but I did tell Nick last night at one point, um, I think we have better drives than Tom Brady. Yeah. Maybe. That's saying a lot. Okay. I mean, I every drive I swear was <laughs> he still hits farther. Not in the fairway. It was out. They there was a couple couple of them hit people. Uh, it was pretty crazy to see, the, like, you know, a goat athlete that just it's probably golf, should though. stick to football. Wow. That's a pretty – that's a bold statement there. Like Spencer's challenging yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah, I think – I think 100% Okay, well, there's Brady. only one way this can be resolved now. I don't know. All I got to say is that, yes. like, Hard. nobody yeah. – I, I would be interested to see the TV ratings for this, uh, but it was pretty interesting. So it was obviously on TNT, so it was hosted by none other than Ernie Johnson – uh, Charles Barkley was on there, and then a golf guy. I can't remember. Trevor or something. I can't remember his name. J.J. Watt. And then J.J. Watt was on there, which was pretty freaking cool. And they basically, what they do in the in the matches you is... You should have went and tackled one of them during their uh If you've drive. never seen it, is they uh, get hurt. kind of like a wired up segment <laughs> kind of thing. Steelers. And That's T.J. they Watt. put like one AirPod in, and they You're can right. hear the broadcast. So they're like shooting and you can hear so like Charles Barkley, that's a bad shot, Aaron, or something like that. It was pretty fun to watch and there was a you know, it was on Did TV. Chuck slip up and curse at any point during the Tom broadcast? Brady did. I Tom Brady couple, did. I don't think Chuck did. Uh Pat Mahomes was a few brews deep. That would be a good prop bet the if anybody <laughs> had like a list of bets for this match, you know, like whenever over under on swear words. Yeah. You know, but it was how many utterances cool. then, Barkley has. And then at the end of it, they did, I guess they filmed it either earlier yesterday or the day prior as they were out there. Um, basically like a, not a round table, but it just Ernie Johnson is asking the four quarterbacks questions. And it was just pretty cool. And, you know, one of the big topics this offseason, it's kind of come up from Ryan Tannehill is, you know, do you mentor the next guy? 
and you had just a lot of interesting quotes come out of there and you know it's all about if you as the player want that like you as the rookie do you want it if they want it it's not their it's not the veteran's job to do it it's if the rookie wants it and Aaron Rodgers mentioned the story where he used to do film study and uh, when he was the backup for Brett Favre, and he used to write a bunch of stuff down that he that he had seen in the film and given it to Favre, but he would always walk out of the room before Favre. So he's like, I wonder if he even read it or he just threw it in the trash. I think Rodgers is in a unique position there because he was once, you know, a yeah. mentoree, and now he is the mentor for Jordan Love potentially, which you know, maybe not considering that. that they just signed him to a four-year contract, but. Yeah, I, I there aren't too many quarterbacks that come to mind anyway that started off as a guy who was replacing a legendary quarterback and then, you know, he's a legendary quarterback and Steve he's Young. in that position. Yeah. But he had started with another team. Yeah. Why'd well, they even draft love? But one interesting thing Let's I want to get into that they that they talked about in it is, you know, obviously this is kind of the first big public appearance that Tom Brady has made since he decided to retire and then come back and he said quote at this stage it's like 55 percent yes and 45 percent no it's not 100 to zero that's just reality it's not that i'm not 100 percent committed it's just as soon as i make the commitment to do it it's like oh uh, all right here we go it's like running a marathon you can't decide two weeks before the marathon hey i'm gonna start running we got right to free agency, and I felt some pressure to do it and talk to the team and organization, and it all worked out. He doesn't sound very enthusiastic. It's not that he's not enthusiastic. It's just like when you're at that point in your career, like what do you really want to do? Do you just really old. want to do he this? Wants number eight? Yeah. I mean, really. That's Probably, but, yeah. but it was pretty cool to hear them talk. Like I want to go back and rewatch that and just see what I've – you so know what it. I missed in those couple in you know, that twenty minutes. Okay, Colin, you don't need to act like that. We I need mean, more we of this. Can. We we have the technology to. Dylan go wants back more. Watch. Dylan, Dylan, we need, we need more. we need more of the match. I'm not a guy that likes to watch golf, but this is something that I I would be interested in. I wasn't watching it last night, but it's something that if I didn't have anything else on the TV, as flipping through channels and happen to know it was on, I'd tune in. It sounds like a good bit of fun. Yeah, it was. It was definitely I think they need fun to, mix to watch. Up. Mix it up like how Brady's been on it every single time. Give okay. me somebody new. Josh Allen's boring. Why is JJ Watt? How about JJ? You know who Watt? I would love to see from He's a quarterback a standpoint? Philip Rivers. That could be. Good. He Why misses. Dad gummit. You know. Yeah, he Steph wouldn't Curry. cuss. Oh, beautiful. He would just say I all these random Curry <laughs> in the match. All right. Well, that'll do it for this segment of Trick the shots. sports mix. Well, got to hit this break and then we come back. And I mean, the Nationals lose. The Orioles win one game. Uh, do we really got to talk about? It? We can just keep talking about this. But we got to hit the break to pay the bills. You're tuned into the Sports Mix segment, sponsored in part by Parsons Ford, Ken Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to parsonsford.com for more. Again, we'll be back to wrap things up on the other side of this two minute break. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest-growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. 
you need a place to go for a quick tobacco, soda, snacks, cigarettes, or beer run? Well, then you're in luck because Enter and Exit has convenience without the cost. Enter and Exit right off Route 11 is located at 31 Meadow Lane in Martinsburg and soon to be opening in Chambersburg, PA. Enter and Exit is open Monday through Saturday from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. and Sundays from 9.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. For great convenience without the cost, stop on in to enter and exit today. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun. It comes from knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off ID1 Exit 5 Inwood helps you build your safety skills with a variety of courses taught by NRA certified instructors. Sign up for the Intro to Long Range Rifle course, which will be held on June the 4th and June the 5th. No prerequisite courses are required to take this class. You can also register for the Saturday, June 11 Basic Fundamentals of Shooting a Handgun course. This class qualifies the student for a West Virginia Concealed Carry Permit. To register and find out more, visit valleyguns2.com. When it comes to breast cancer, early detection is the key. During the month of May, WVU Medicine will offer 3D mammogram screening clinics to women 40 and older on select weekdays at our Spring Mills Women's Imaging Center and our Jefferson Women's Imaging Center for just $60. This discount fee helps patients who haven't met their deductible, whose insurance doesn't include one with an annual exam, and for those with no insurance. Schedule your 3D mammogram today. Call WVU Medicine at 1-844-802-2734, option 2. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices right here in Martinsburg at 1270 Winchester Avenue. Spencer Dupuynik for Rizlini, Colin McLaughlin, Avery Newport, and Dylan Bishop. For some reason, I was about to say Avery Bishop and Dylan Newport. <laughs> Happy to have you Those guys us. sound like great guys, too. Nice catch. Yeah. It almost popped out. But they almost sound like better guys. Maybe they yeah. are. <laughs> I'd have to meet them. Yeah. Let's call up Avery Bishop. All right. Well, a- am I like four to one? Yes. Outed by O's fans here? Like, Unless Dylan's changed allegiances. Uh, yeah, I'm a San Diego Padres fan now. No, I'm an <laughs> Orioles fan. All right. Well, the Orioles are okay. The Nationals are horrible. Wow, that's a shift. It's usually the Orioles wow. that are horrible. And the Nationals are... Spencer, okay. I'm waiting for your reference to the 19-31 and 31 start to World Series champion. Hey, that did happen. Where Strasburg? I need Strasburg. Uh, but the Nats have promoted a promising prospect from AA to AAA. Cole Henry, he was dominant early in Harrisburg, posting a .76 area and a .6 whip in 23 and two-thirds innings. So. I thought you were going to say they uh, promoted promising prospect Steven Strasburg. Well, he's got a... Maybe 10 years ago. <laughs> 13. Yeah, longer than that now. Oh, boy. Uh, but it's no, he's got to do another rehab start, I or believe. Old. <laughs> believe wow, a rehab no. start could be coming today or tomorrow? Remember when Bryce Harper was still in Harrisburg? Remember when he was in Hagerstown? Me and Colin got to meet him. Yeah. Wow. I didn't. Speaking of but... Tom Brady F-bombs, Bryce Harper F-bombs. Bryce Harper got oh, to yeah. meet two celebrities. How cool is that? Wow. wow. All right, oh, well, Jake's. do you want to plug your podcast? Sure. Uh, highly Disputed. You can catch us on Twitter at, at Disputed Highly. Me and uh, Ryan Stickle. 
You can catch us there. Might not be doing much over the summer. But I was going to say, is it going on hiatus? It might be on hiatus for now, but during the school year, during the fall and the spring, we're usually once once a week, Thursday nights. We'll see if that's uh, the schedule that continues, but uh, we'll be here. We'll be All around. right. Well, thanks for coming on today. You'll be on here a few times over, I don't know, you'll just pop in whenever we want you on the show. You can be on the show, uh, but that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix as we will wrap things up for this week tomorrow on the Friday edition, but that'll do it for this Thursday edition, June 2nd, for Dylan Bishop, Avery Newport, Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzlini. I'm Spencer Dupuis saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll preview the Class AAA State Tournament and potentially have somebody on to talk about it. That's after this. That's tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.